Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers! You're listening to the third annual duty awards brought to you by two dudes movie reviews with sky and colin and for a third year we couldn't get tina fey or amy poehler to host this for us we tried we tried hard and they said fuck you (laughs) they actually got back to us they just said fuck you yeah they were like you pieces of shit yeah. And we were like, uh, you're the piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you, Tina Fey. Wait till you see what I give soul. <laughs> An A minus. <laughs> yeah, I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was really good. <laughs> it was really good. But we're here. We're back for another episode. And more importantly, another duty award. This, so. is, this is why we do it. We, we do it for the duties. We do it and for the swampies we know that, and the duties. <laughs> and we all know that Hollywood only does it for a chance at a duty. <laughs> oh, my God. We could all be so lucky to earn a duty. Now, we should clarify, because there's a few awards that we give out on this show. Mm-hmm. We got a few, a few s- subcategories outside of just your regular duties little bit different this year from last year. A couple carryovers. We still have Dude of the Year and Dudette of the Year, which we mm-hmm. will be gladly awarding to lucky, lucky uh, actors. And mm-hmm. then uh, we had a little bit of a we had a little bit of a mix up. We got a little bit of a difference. Something something different coming for you guys. We got uh, the surprise hit of the year. Mm. Movie that maybe yep. we didn't expect to be so good, but was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then flip side of that coin, we got the surprise shit of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's a movie that we thought was actually going to be at least good or decent and turned out to be poop. Yeah. I We were talking about it. We like the, the phrase surprise shit. Like you were surprised that you, that shit. you just shit. Shit your pants. Oh, no. Yeah. And then we have and a then, fifth category that we will, uh, you know what? Let's hang on to that name, the name of that category. It's actually a category that we didn't do on last year's duty episode, but was in last year's yearbook because we always have a lot of extra categories that we don't do on the episode, but we put them in that book for you guys. And we're working on this year's book too. So something to keep an eye out for, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, it's cool because there's a ton of other things in the book that you're not getting on the show. So if you go and you download that book, then you can 
think we have like 30 awards in that thing. And yeah, we only do five crazy. on the show. So there's a lot of stuff on there. Then also you just get our full rankings. Like last year, you know, we only did a top 10 and a bottom 10, but we watched 200 something movies. So it's like, you know, what do you think of the other 190 movies in there? <laughs> so you yeah, can see all of that. And then more importantly today, we're giving out the duties. The best and the worst of 2020. The double deuce. And boy, yep. was it a deuce. Oh, it was a big deuce. You should, uh, or we should, we should clarify for any new listeners, though, how this works. Yeah, because, because there's two it, awards. Well, there's four. Yes. Because you and I each give out our own duties. Yep. Now, the duty, one of the most prestigious awards in Hollywood, everybody's clamoring to not only know who's getting nominated, because even getting a duty nom is a huge deal in Hollywood these days. But yeah, I know. to win a duty is a high honor, and that mm-hmm. is for our favorite movie of the year. Mine, number one of the of the previous year. Colin's number one. We each give out our own duties. Sometimes, you know what? Maybe it's the same movie. We don't know. I actually don't know Colin's list. He doesn't know my list. Mm-hmm. So interesting for all of us. I'm excited to hear Colin's rankings. But the thing is, the worst movie gets a very different award, a very different award, so distinctly different, there should be no reason for you to have any confusion over which is which, because this award is called The Duty. <laughs> and that, and that's for the movie that is the most duty. It's like duty, it's dookie, it's poop. It's poop, it's a poop yeah. movie. It's so, our least favorite. So The yeah. Duty is good. You want to get a duty because it's very prestigious. You want to get a duty, but you don't want a duty like no. you get it like it's like two dudes like you, you want the duty but like yeah. you don't want the duty like a piece of poop right exactly <laughs> i think everybody gets it Some, someone sponsor our show <laughs> <laughs> somebody sponsor us we're reaching out we're reaching out to dude wipes <laughs> yeah we i was on amazon the other day and i mean I, uh, this random ass product called dude wipes showed up and I was like, what is a dude wipe? And basically it's just like, oh, fucking a wet nap for your booty hole. But I guess it's only for men. And I was like, I sent the, the picture to this guy and I was just like, is there not a better company to sponsor a show? They're literally advertising ass wipes for men. We literally are ass wipes for men. <laughs> yeah. Like. Oh my god! If they don't sponsor us, I don't know who will. Like, I'm holding out. I don't care any other sponsors. Legal Zoom, Stamps.com. They could all suck a fucking dick. We're holding out for dude wipes to reach out to us. Send us some product. We'll talk about it. And to think how much we talked about at the beginning of 2020, the double deuce about wiping our ass because of the whole pandemic situation with no toilet paper. It's the perfect fit. There's never been a more perfect thing than dude wipes and two dudes movie reviews. Let's make it happen. Let's get a hashtag. Yeah. I think if we can't get dude wipes, we should get sheath. Have you seen sheath? No, I haven't. Sheath is literally (laughs) a pair of underwear that inside the underwear has a pocket for your nutties and your dick. Okay, I actually pockets. have seen this. I have seen this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that a lot. Very familiar. So, like, yeah. So, I think I think if we can't get dude wipes, we should possibly get sheath. Because you always got to protect your cock. <laughs> always. Always. Listen, every day I'm wearing underwear and I'm just like, man, I wish I had a cock pocket in these fucking tighty whities <laughs> 
when you put them on, you have to like do the sheath sound. You have to be like, shh. <laughs> you take your dick out. Yeah. I like a public urine, like a urinal. Lay down your arms. <laughs> right yeah, every, time, every time I joust in the Walmart bathroom with my cock. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I got to take it out of my sheath. Yeah, let's work on sheath and dude wipes. Those are... So, yeah, this year's duties is brought to you by Dude Wipes. Dude Wipes for when your butthole is wreaking havoc and you don't want to have it. Dude Wipes. Yeah. Dude Wipes. Dude Wipes. Wipe a dude Because bitches don't know shit about cleaning their assholes. (laughs) It basically just sounds like, are are you tired of using that female toilet paper? (laughs) I'm tired of using that. Pussy ass two ply bullshit. <laughs> it's dude wipes. We know. We know you men need your butthole coddled. <laughs> now, <laughs> now in beef jerky scent. Yeah, yeah. Hot wing flavored dude wipes. Dude wipes because wet naps are for pussies. That's yeah. That's what their slogan is. <laughs> yeah. Dude wipes. It'll feel like a lumberjack is back there licking your taint. (laughs) (laughs) Now they're not going to sponsor us. Yeah. Like, you literally spent five minutes in your award episode making fun of us. (laughs) It's not making fun of, it's having fun with. I think any company that is making ass wipes for dudes and calls themselves dude wipes has to have enough of a sense of humor that they would appreciate this show. So. I say we, we yeah, work on that. Let's get a legit sponsorship out of Dude Wipes. I hope so. It'd be so funny if literally like the next episode we're like, this episode's sponsored by Dude Wipes. For real? For real this time? <laughs> no one's going to know when we're actually being serious or if we're just doing a bit. Yeah, we're the boys who cried Dude Wipes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shirt. The boys who cried Dude Wipes. <laughs> oh, we're the boys. We're the boys who cried dude wipes. <laughs> Sir, we got serious matters at hand. We got the duties to go through. So if you haven't listened to the last two episodes where we handed out these prestigious awards, then uh, we're going to run you down how we're going to do this. We're going to work from our number 10 to our number one worst movies of the Double Deuce 2020. And we're going to award mm-hmm. our duty at the end of that. Then we're going to do our top 10, 10 to number one of our favorite movies and award that duty. Yep. After, after that, we're going to give out the five extra duty awards. And then we're going to send you home feeling satisfied and smiling and fucking hard as a rock and loosey goosey. Getting juicy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're, you'll be happy unless you're the person who gets the duty, like the bad duty. Right. If you get a duty, you probably won't be stoked. But if you win the duty, you're going to be on cloud nine. Yeah. Yeah. Can't and if you're sense. listening to this, chances are you're probably not getting either of them <laughs> because you're not famous. Or you are. Sure. I wonder if any famous people listen to us. There has to be one. Yeah, there probably are a few. I wonder if any like infamous a, people listen to us. 
I'm feeling Jay Leno listens. Jay Leno definitely listens because we talk about cars so much. And then on the infamous side of the spectrum, I've personally received many letters from R. Kelly, which has been troubling. Oh, wow. Yeah, most of my responses okay. are, how did you get this address? Um, yeah. Big fan of the Space Jam soundtrack, so it's very uh, very uh, conflicting for me. Don't don't bring up Space Jam to me right now. Oh, Just we got to talk about that in the trailer park someday soon. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. We will. Yeah. <laughs> we will. But not today. Today, we got other things at hand. Now, with these rankings, Colin... You usually go first. Mm-hmm. Would you like to hold that tradition and start us off with number 10, your number 10 least favorite from the double deuce? All right. Yeah, I will start us off. My number 10 worst movie of 2020. I've done this the last few years. Maybe there's a movie that is worse that I've seen, but sometimes, and again, our our rankings are, we have our grades and then we have our rankings and our rankings are a combination of how good the movie is along with how much we enjoyed the movie. And for me, I usually have one movie somewhere in my bottom 10 that's there. Maybe not because it's the worst, but because it should have been way better and it was such a letdown that it made it there. And my number 10 is Peninsula. Oh, okay, cool. I did not see this movie. Yeah, I mean, we had said when we were talking about like the Train to Busan sequel that we didn't think it was really necessary. But we were excited for it because it was everybody from the original coming back. I mean, new characters, but the writing team, the director, everyone was coming back to do this. So they knew what made the first one good. And it's just like, it's so generic and bad. And like like I said, I didn't, there's a few movies that were worse than it, but it was, it was very bad. And I was just like, how did these people make one of the best zombie movies? And then just this like generic crap. And yeah, yeah. it bummed me out. So my number 10 is Peninsula. Okay. Fair enough. My number 10 on the bottom 10, a movie that I saw in theaters. One of the last ones I saw in theaters before the shutdown, uh, a movie oh. we did not review on the podcast, but a movie that I saw people were like, man, this was really cool. And it made me so furious because I was like, this is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Bad boys <laughs> for life. See, that's one that I also, I didn't see that one this year, man. That movie pissed me the fuck off. I didn't even fail it, but I was like, this is bad. Like, it's just so bad. And then I looked at the reviews and everybody was like, great showing. And I was like, how? How? (laughs) Even critics were like, yeah, it's really not that bad. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Every scene starts with a swooping drone shot into the scene and then back out of the scene. What is that? (laughs) It, the trailer didn't look good other than the bad boys. Bad boys. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the only reason it wasn't an F. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just me screaming bad boys. So, yeah, my my number 10 bottom, bad boys for life. Nice. Well, I guess not nice. Uh, my number nine, moving things along. We did do this one on the podcast, and it's higher than I thought it would be, and I had to think about it, and I was just basically like, I would probably rewatch it over all these other ones, and that's why it's higher. But my number nine is The New Mutants. My number nine is The New Mutants. 
Oh, nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I wasn't sure if anything was going to line up for you and I, because I know we didn't, it's not like last year where we saw so many movies that our lists are basically identical, like, because we saw everything last year. So uh, this year I knew there were a lot of movies that you saw that I didn't. Obviously we saw the same movies that are on the show, but mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't sure if we were going to have a lot of uh, overlap with our lists, but yeah. Very nice. I'm right there with you, man. Number nine, New Mutants. Yeah. Go listen to our episode to see how we feel about it. But yeah, it's there strictly because the movies below it. I was like, I think I would rather rewatch the New Mutants than these, than the bottom eight. (laughs) Yeah, same. All right, cool. Well, my number eight, I don't think you saw this one. Uh, My number eight is Monster Hunter. I did not see that one. Okay, yeah. Monster Hunter is on there. Yeah. I, um, this is going to be like big time spoilers, but it's a bad movie. So I don't feel bad spoiling it for you. I I went into that movie basically being like, this is going to suck. And then I was watching it and I was like, this does suck. I was like, but I'm like kind of like having like some sort of fun watching it because it's just insane. And like the monsters are cool looking. Like basically I was just like, you got to shut your brain off to the max to mm-hmm. even get any enjoy enjoyment out of this. But I wasn't, I actually, when I left the theater, I was like, it's not going to be my bottom 10. And then I was making this list. I thought about it and I was like, it has to be because the ending is the most non-ending ever. Like the, the entire movie, they're like, we have to, we have to go to this place. And we have to blow up this portal. And then it gets to the end of the movie and they're like, okay, it's time to blow up the portal and like beat this big monster. And then they're like running at it. And then they, goes to black and the credits roll. And basically it was just like the thing that they, the point of the movie doesn't happen because they're like, we'll show you in the sequel. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, Stupid. no, you're not <laughs> awful. Yeah. Love when movies so do that. Yeah. Skip that one. Cause I had enough, I had enough bad movies last year. I'm like, eh, if I know it's going to be bad, I'm not even going to bother. But yeah, one movie that I had a feeling was going to be bad but had easy access to, and it was very early in the pandemic. So movie theaters were closed. A lot of like every movie was postponed. There's nothing else coming out. This movie was streaming on Netflix. It was supposed to stream to Netflix straight to star studded cast though. So could have went either way. Some people in there that I like, but boy, did I not like this movie? My number eight is Spencer confidential. Oh, Okay. When you were describing that, I thought it was going to be another movie. Yeah, that's not a that's not a good one at all. No. Nah. No, it's not. <laughs> I, did not I wasn't sure you were going to elaborate on it at all. Or just, no. It's just very un, unremarkable. It's not funny when it's trying to be. It's just not It's just not a good time. I, I yeah. guess for some people it's a fun time, but yeah. I feel like it could have been better. It was not very good. Yeah. I actually know people who are normally the type of people where they're just like, shut, shut my brain off, watch some dumb shit, like, like love, like Mark Wahlberg, like action bullshit movies. And then even they were like, oh, that, that kind of sucked. <laughs> was, yeah. yeah dude. My number seven, another one we did on the pod. This is an early pandemic one that we did. We weren't even planning on doing this movie. And then because of the pandemic, we had to do it. But my number seven is Bloodshot. <gasps> my number seven is Bloodshot. Wow, this is crazy. <laughs> this is awesome. Dude, the reason no, it, Bloodshot was lower on the list, but when I was looking at it, I'm like, 
Bloodshot at least was so bad and stupid that I could laugh at it. Mm-hmm. So like I would did get something out of it. And plus it's like, yeah. I don't know, it's like one of those early ones that went to streaming instead of like waiting to release. So I was like appreciative of that. And like, I think the viewing experience of it was fun enough because of how ridiculous the movie is. And that episode was really fun. So you can go back and listen to our episode if you want to hear our full feelings on it. But yeah, like that's crazy. Like I just moved it to number seven, like right before we got on the call. Cause I, otherwise I had it at like number four or something. Oh, wow. Nice. Well, well, cool. I'm glad you want me to just move on then since we have the same one. Yeah, sure. Let's keep it pushing. All right. We're, we're moving along. My number six, we don't really have to talk about it because you already mentioned it. My number six is Spencer Confidential. Beautiful. <laughs> so you're you're right there with me. You get it. Yeah. The thing for me, but just it, it's so Mark Wahlberg. It's so yeah. up his alley. It's just and that's that's an alley that I never want to go down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. What's your number six? My number six is a movie I'm not sure if you saw, but when I saw it, I was like, this was like maybe not the first, but this is definitely like a movie where when I watched it, I was like pissed. So I was like, (laughs) fuck. Like, I don't know if I thought it should be better or what my deal was, but it's really bad. It's really poorly written. It's very character based, but the characters suck. And uh, it's a, it's a little movie starring somebody who maybe takes their roles a little bit too seriously and takes them a little bit too far and is definitely, you know, now very problematic persona. Uh, Somebody who we jerked off hard to last year before we knew certain things about him as a person, but uh, Shia LaBeouf in the tax collector. Oh yeah. I didn't, I didn't see this. The movie where he decided yeah, I'm going to get a full body tattoo to make me look like a cholo, even though I am not Hispanic. Yeah, I think his, does he have parents that are Hispanic or no? I have no idea, man. I think, I think he might, but yeah. Like, no, his, his dad was Shia LaBeouf. Remember <clears throat> you saw honey boy. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he is his own father. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Back to the Future uh, thing. He went back in time, banged his mom at the prom, then he wrote mm-hmm. Johnny B. Good, and then he came back and was like, tattoo my full body, brah. Yeah, you showed me the full body tattoo, and I, and I lost it. I was just like, why? <laughs> yeah, like, what are you thinking, <laughs> my guy? They do that for you in Hollywood. Makeup artists will put that on you. You don't need to get, especially for a movie like this. It's not like you're like, going method on like some movie that's going to be like winning awards like you're it's it's a shit movie <laughs> yeah it's real bad did you watch it no i didn't i i skipped it because i had heard so many things about it yeah sucked didn't like it <laughs> oh damn my number five worst movie we're halfway through the bottom 10 my number five i don't think you saw this i watched i actually watched this movie on the same day that i watched spencer confidential so it was a it was a rough day, but uh, this is a movie. The trailer came out, and I think we both were like it's fucking stupid. And then it held up. <laughs> My number five is like a boss. <laughs> oh God, yeah. There's yeah. nothing you could have done to get me to watch that fucking movie. Yeah, it was that it wasn't awful. It, it wasn't funny. Like that's the thing. Like I think I don't want to say it's the least funny funny movie of last year, but. Man, it was it was cringed 
It was cringed hard. It was uh it was on the same level as like um like an isn't it romantic type thing like last year where it's, it's not yeah. good. Or yeah. little. Yeah, that was little comes to mind. Um or I I feel pretty or something. Yeah. It's 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 rough. It's a rough watch. <laughs> Damn, bro. Damn. Well, I did not watch that one. But I did watch this one, and you know I watched it because it's one that we did on the show. But my number mm-hmm. five is Mulan. Oh, I was I was wondering if this was gonna gonna be in your bottom ten. I uh, I wasn't sure. I mean, I know we didn't like it, but I I would just I wasn't sure how much you liked it. And it's funny because I sent you a clip. I was going back through all of our episodes, and I uh, I was getting the grades from every movie we re- reviewed, and I got to that one, and I think in that one I'm like. Like I think I think you failed it. And then I was yeah, like I, I was like, I'm giving this an extremely unenthusiastic D plus. And then you were like, Whoa. So you loved it. <laughs> I just started dying. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly you did. Yeah. I they're they're not gonna stop, but they probably should with these live action remakes. Yeah, for sure. My number four worst movie, and I know you've seen this one. We didn't do it on the pod, but I know you've seen it. The wrong Missy. That's my number four. Oh wow! Damn, we we we're gonna have some crossover. I think I think there's gonna be another crossover unless they're just damn. Yeah, I mean, if we want to talk about the wrong the wrong Missy, I think hurt me the most inside. Like I think while watching it, it was like pa- painful at how non funny it was. Yeah, unfunny, so painfully stupid, and I'm watching some of my favorite people have to be in a really bad movie and it breaks my heart because like I want the best for them. I love Lauren Lapkus. I love David Spade too, but yeah, it's a tough watch. It's so un it's just so anti funny. I don't know. Real bad writing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other I was like thinking about it afterwards. I was like like a lot of like movies they even if they're bad, they have like some sort of like message they're going for. The the message in the wrong Missy is literally Always go for the hot girl unless the ugly girl can get you ahead in your job, like in your career. And I was yeah. just like, who wrote that? <laughs> like, that's so, so bad. Fucking Adam Sandler. <laughs> I am good. <laughs> oh, nice. Perfect. My number three. I wonder if this is going to be the same here. My number three. A movie you saw in theaters, and then I saw, like, you told me, like, it's fucking dog shit. And then, like, six months later, I was like, should probably finally watch that. <laughs> but my number three is Downhill. Ah, oh, that is not my number three. But, yeah, that was uh, one of okay. the last ones I saw before the shutdown. Couldn't even tell you what that movie is. Like, that's, like, I it's think it's just supposed a to be a comedy. Movie. But, it, yeah, it's, it's, uh just something that exists like it's and it's crazy because that played at film festivals and people were like oh wow this thing is like awesome like people were into it at film festivals and then, i don't know why yeah i don't know what it is i, I like because i watched it and i was like this is like sky wasn't kidding this is fucking awful and i looked up on rotten tomatoes i was like who people people were saying this was good wasn't it? and then it was that like <laughs> it was that like a 20 <laughs> on rotten tomatoes <laughs> yeah like, yeah not a great movie video. Great choice no. for your bottom 10, though. Respect. Respect. But 
What? But my number three is a movie that I'm not sure if you watched or not, but it was released straight to Disney Plus, not behind oh, a paywall. Nope. Artemis mm-hmm. Fowl. Yeah, no, I skipped that one. Yeah. Fowl indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Fowl indeed. <laughs> that's bring that's the cover. Yeah, I'm bringing it back to our uh, our bracket breakdown. I was going to say, that's got to be like the box, like... Artemis Fowl is foul. <laughs> foul indeed. Yeah. Or one of those critics around tomatoes that tomatoes that uh is like trying to be smart. He's just like Artemis Fowl? More like foul play. <laughs> oh my god. There are there are tons of reviews like that. I hate I movie critics because they all think they're so clever with their wordplay, but then you go on and every one of them does it. Guess what, guy? Just write a review. Save the jokes for the funny guys. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like me. Yeah, and me. <laughs> Come on, we're the only idiots. funny. We're the only funny movie critics, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, all right, we're, we're getting, getting down to the, to the nitty, nitty gritty. Oh, oh wow. Jinx, <laughs> you bitch. You can't talk until you get me a Coke. And you're in Florida, so it looks like I'm doing the rest of this episode solo. <laughs> it's going to just be silence. I'm like, Colin, what's your movie? Okay. All right. No, <laughs> unjinxed. You're okay. Thanks for the Coke. Send me an eight ball. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. I remember like in, in like elementary school, people were like, Jinx, yo me a root beer without the root. <laughs> Everyone just starts losing their minds. <laughs> Never heard that. Glad no. I didn't go to your school. Bunch of fucking herbs. <laughs> oh. Now my childhood feels less. Yeah. Um my number two. We did we did this one on the pod. Almost made it to number one. Only reason it's not number one is I felt like the craft behind the camera was was better, but I this is a very very bad movie and very exploitative, and I think it might be your number one. But my number two is Antebellum. Yeah, I had a few, once you started describing it, I was like, oh, I know exactly what movie he's talking about. Yeah, that movie yeah, sucks. This is yeah, this it's it's upsetting to watch and. uh I had it. I had it at my my worst movie, and there was just another movie that like just kept thinking about. It. I was like, "Damn, it's like I can't. It can't be worse than that." But it's it, it's almost a one B. That's how bad it is. And I, yeah. the last few years, I I have made like movies that exploit tragedies and stuff like that as my worst movie because I fucking hate that. Like I'm pretty sure. Um, the uh, what what is it? The Haunting Killing of Sharon, Sharon Tate, Tate was my. Yeah, that was that was my my number one worst movie last year because I was just like, wow, you just exploited a tragedy for like money, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like yeah. that's it's kind of what this feels like a little bit at times. And um but yeah, it's my number two. Okay. Respect. Well, my number two is your number three, and it's downhill. Mm. <laughs> Downhill was my number one least favorite movie of the year for a very long time. Like a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then something else happened. And I was like, you know what? 
you you saved yourself this year. It was a close call, though. Very close call. Yeah. Will Ferrell Will almost Ferrell, won man. another duty. <laughs> yeah. He comes in, and he's just like, how many of these can I win? He's he's almost the most decorated actor on the show. <laughs> yeah, with the worst awards. Yeah. All right. My number one. Ooh. I think I know what it is. We didn't do it on the show. I think I know what it is. Okay. Yeah, my does number it, one. Does it start with the same letter that my name starts with? No. <gasps> then I don't know what it is. My number one is Fantasy Island. Oh, I forgot <laughs> you saw that. Yeah. It's I was going to guess so- Scoob. Scoob is my number 11. Ah, right damn there. it. Yeah. Wow. Fantasy Island, yeah. It's by far the worst movie that I saw this year. Not even not even close. Like, I, I don't even... As far as a movie goes, it's not close. I think Antebellum thematically almost puts itself there. But, yeah, it's the bottom of the barrel, the worst type of horror movie that you could possibly watch. Michael Pena is, like, severely miscast as the villain <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, all the deaths are super stupid. Uh, Michael Rooker has, like, possibly my favorite on-screen death of the year. When it happened, I screamed. I was just, like, <laughs> cackling and screaming. I was like, what is this? This is the worst. And also, like, no one was asking for them to reboot Fantasy Island as a horror movie. Just, no. So... That's my number one, Fantasy Island. It's pretty, it's it's very rough. Nice. Well, my number one, the winner of my duty, is a movie that, uh, yeah, you guessed it. You're number two, Antebellum. Mm-hmm. Fuck that I had movie. a feeling that was, I had a feeling that was going to be number one. I think that one I had the most visceral, like, hatred for. Even on the episode when we're talking about it, I talk about how like enraged and angry I am about that movie. Like it sucks. It's so bad. I fucking hated it. It's a bad time, but you know, it's weird because Jordan Peele made it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. By, by, uh, the claim director, Jordan Peele. <laughs> that's, that's something that made me hate it even more. I know. I know. I think I, um, I think I watched the trailer like recently for it. Like I, uh, I went back and yeah, like they, they go hard on it with that. I was just like, geez, man, what are you doing? Hmm. Well, now that that's out of the way, got the negative shit out of the way. Let's get into the good shit. Let's get into the best shit. Let's talk duties. This is, I'm very excited for this. And I I said this off mic to you, but this year was very hard for me to do a top 10. And that's not really like the best thing, I guess, because last year when it came down to do our rankings, I knew right away. I was like my, like there's like nine movies that are in my top 10, like for sure. Those are the ones. And then I just had to pick like one. I'm like, what's the movie that I like the most after that this year. And again, it's partially because of what has come out and how there hasn't been anything for the most part. That's really blown us away. I knew, I think my top five for sure, maybe Hmm. top six. But then after that, I was like, there's any, any movie basically from like six down to like 20 could have been in my top 10. So it was, it was pretty hard. There was actually one movie that I had to cut that I really didn't want to, but I was just hmm. thinking about, I'm like, which ones that I like really would I rewatch? And um, so I, th- I actually think 
I think there's going to be some crossover, but I think we're going to have a pretty different list. Yeah, the rewatch factor for me played pretty heavy into the way I rank stuff, but the grading mm-hmm. is all over the place. Like, I got B pluses well above A minuses on my list. Like, I have movies that I gave an A to that are, like, ranked at number 20. Yeah, I, I do you too, know? actually. So, it's all over the place. I'm really excited to see how these lists line up, if any of them are going to match. Yeah, and I will say this also. I don't know. I don't I don't want to put money on it or anything like that, but... We've never had a uh, a matching number one movie of the year. Like our favorite movie has never been the same, and uh, but we've had the same worst movie when Holmes and Watson was the worst movie of the year in our first yeah. duties. So maybe this is the year. There's there's a possibility, but let's let's get into it. My number ten, uh, it's one we did on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Saint Maud. Okay, very nice. Recent episode. Yeah, it's a recent episode. I shuffle things around a, a, like a lot doing this. St. Maud wasn't there for a while. And that actually is one that I'm like, don't really have like a ton of desire to rewatch it. But I kept think coming back to like, it stuck with me for like w- days after watching it. And I was like, you know what? Like, I think I should probably put it in there because I was thinking about it a lot. Like, I remember when I watched it, I was just like, damn, that like really hit me hard. Like the end of it. And, uh, and that's what pushed it there because I was just like, I think I think that movie has a, like a, a lasting impression on you, um, even if you don't yeah. want to go back and rewatch it. I was just like, yeah, like it really it hit me like in just like a holy shit way. And uh, so for that, it's in my top ten. Fair enough, I res- respect it, love it, cool. My number ten, a different movie that we've done on the podcast, uh, one we did a little while longer ago, not as recent as Saint Maud. Uh, But it's a straight-to-Netflix movie. It's a movie that's up for contention this year. It is The Trial of the Chicago 7. Nice. I wasn't sure if this one was going to make my top 10 either because I wasn't like, whoa, this is blowing me away. But, like, comparing it to other movies, I'm like, this one is, like, it's exciting. Like, I really like the writing in it. Um, It has some scenes that, like, really stand out for me. Like the, uh, what's his name, Eddie Redmayne. Like, when they're Mm -hmm. practicing interrogating him. And, like, that scene, I'm like, wow, that's really fucking good, the way that's cut together and everything. I'm like, damn, this is, like, hitting on, like, all cylinders right now. So, yeah, that's kind of why it just stayed there, almost by chance that it landed in my top ten. Nice. Yeah. That's actually a movie that, um, it's surprising. I don't know a lot of people who have seen it, and it's on Netflix. Like, anyone can, can watch it. I think, like, my dad was, like, one of the few people that had watched it, which is actually, like, I don't think I mentioned this on a review. Not the main lawyer, the other lawyer that's kind of in the background for a lot of the movie, mm-hmm. that guy in real life was um, my dad's friend who he used to play music with. It was his brother. Wow. But uh, yeah, it's a movie that like not a lot of people that I know have seen. And I keep recommending to people. I'm like, have you seen this? I'm like, no. And I'm like, you'd probably like it. Like, it's very good. It's got great dialogue, like you said. And also like, I think it's not that it's a happy movie or anything, but I think because it's like a true story and stuff, it's something that like a lot of people aren't going to, shy away from her or like be like I don't understand this type thing like I think it's a digestible movie for people so nice good pick my number nine we did this one on the pod we did this one kind of a while ago um again this is another one I wasn't sure it would be on the list and then I thought about it I was like you know I really like that and it, it hit me pretty pretty hard and that is the king of Staten Island oh okay cool very cool. Yeah, that was another early pandemic one that we did. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, 
that might be that might be like yeah that, that's the only comedy in my top 10 and it's more than a comedy like that that movie i liked i i can't remember what i gave it on the pod but i just pete davidson i think that's a breakout performance for him and i think there's themes in the movie that hit me really hard and um yeah no it was just it was, it was really good overall I was just very happy with that one that was one nice. movie where we like we saw the trailer and we were like oh like early pandemic we were kind of skeptical over a lot of things going to vod we're like this looks like it could be good and then it came out and we're like fuck yeah we're actually getting things at home that are that are decent yeah definitely a little light at the end of the tunnel early days mm-hmm. my number nine is your number 10 saint Maud. oh nice all the same reasons just stuck with me i was like fuck that was really cool like those that last the last 10 minutes of that movie is everything man it's so good so and it's a very mm-hmm. short watch like well worth streaming like i know it's a movie that i can recommend to like half a dozen friends just right away yeah very cool and yeah uh Saint Maud, I think technically came out in 2021, but these movies are like still if they count, I think before the end of February or the I think that's what it was, end of February, then they're still considered like 2020 movies or whatever uh for award season. So that's why that's on there. Yeah. My number 8, we just did a review on it. My number 8 is The Father. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So, considering that's such a recent episode, I'm not going to go too into it, but very unique movie. Technically, there's so much on display. Acting is fucking awesome. And again, another movie that hit pretty personally and one that I could definitely see taking home some awards at the Oscars. Yeah. My number eight, uh, again, I think a lot of the ones in the rest of my top 10 are movies that we did on the pod. Let me take a look. Yeah, I think the rest of my top 10 are movies that we actually reviewed. So if you wanted to go back and listen to episodes... We talk about these in more detail, but my number eight, another early streaming movie in the uh, pandemic days that we got to watch. That was actually like kind of a, a bit of a surprise. Uh, Palm Springs. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. I liked that movie a lot. I was like, man, this is like really funny. Like I love Andy Samberg. I know you do too. Like, yeah, it's just like a really fun movie to watch. Came like right at the perfect time. Yeah. I, you know, a little spoiler. Palm Springs is not in my top 10. It's my 12, though. It was close. Nice. My number seven. I don't think you've seen this. Maybe you have, but it's not one that we did on the pod. Um, it is Possessor. Okay. You, you told me about this. And uh, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to check that out, but wasn't able to get to it before our duties. Possessor is our, it's our type of movie, I think. Fits in perfectly with the the type of like the genre that we like, and then also kind of like the greediness we like in movies. I think if you are someone that listens and you tend to like a lot of the movies that we like, you'll enjoy this. Definitely the bloodiest, uh, gnarliest movie I think that I saw this year. But it's also very heady. Like it's definitely a thinking sci-fi type movie. It's not like the highest budget movie. But there's some really, really cool visuals that they do all with like practical effects, like uh, kind of like a point in the movie is they implant something that lets you transfer conscious consciousness from one person to the other. And when they do it, there's like these like scenes that they use with like melting wax bodies, but they look real. So it's like the person is like like melting and then they like reverse it. So it looks like they're like reanimating. Basically, it's really cool stuff. Yeah, I think you would like it a lot. Interesting. All right. Very cool, bro. 
Very cool, bro. <laughs> My number seven, and I'm interested to know if this will end up on your list. Maybe it's a maybe it's your next movie. Who knows? But my number seven, okay. it's a movie that maybe, um, like I'm already seeing movies on my list that are way lower in the rankings, but are graded a little bit higher. But I still gave this mm-hmm. movie a good grade and really enjoyed watching it. Uh, and it's a movie that uh, I, I tell people to check out all the time, but uh, a personal a personal favorite of ours, Butt Boy. Nice. I know this boy, Butt Boy's not in my top 10 and it hurt me not to put it there because I... I thought it was. I really liked it. And uh, there's just a few movies, mainly movies that I watched recently that just knocked it out. It it was in my top 10 for most of the year. Yeah, that but, Oscar cram got you, huh? It did, actually. But, yeah, no. But, boys, I've recommended it a lot to people. It was actually funny. I uh, Brianna's um, sister and her husband, they were visiting a few weeks ago, and Russell was, like, looking through my DVDs, and he just goes what is butt boy? And I was just like, Oh, butt boy. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I gotta get a physical copy. Mm -hmm. I gotta get my hands on butt boy. (laughs) The disc is so good. The disc is like, um, looks like a tie dye pattern, but the tie dye is done. So it literally just looks like ass cheeks. (laughs) Awesome. Amazing. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) So good. Awesome, man. I'm I'm glad that that was on your list because I I felt bad not putting out my yeah my number six now we're almost halfway through my number six another recent one that we did promising young woman okay cool I had a feeling that was gonna land on yours for sure yeah obviously said in the episode I liked it a lot I think it's got some of the best characters of the year uh, I've said this a lot like. I don't think this year was like the best year when it came to like character driven movies. I think there's a lot of movies on there that are, they feel like maybe they're more like exercises or they're more wrapped up in like the experience of it. And promising young woman, I think is one that has the strongest characterizations in the movie. And uh, yeah, man, I just, I really like that. Obviously check out our episode. Cause I blow my load to it the entire time. Yeah. My number six, also a very recent episode Maybe just two episodes ago, Sound of Metal. Mm, nice. Yeah, go back and listen to the first Oscar Cram episode where we talk about Sound of Metal and the Father for all the details. But yeah, I really, really liked that movie. That was one that I was really excited to watch. You watched it before me, and you were like, "Dude, watch it!" And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, it might show up on mine. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, uh, my number five, and this is an, this is another one that um. This one kind of came out of nowhere for us. I mean, we kind vaguely talked about it. We did a review on it. I wonder if it's going to be in your top, you know, 10. The mm-hmm. Devil All the Time. Nice. That's your number five? Yeah, that's my number five. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that one really came out of nowhere. It just saw like a poster pop up, and I'm like, why is everybody I love in this movie? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> like, it just looked it just looked right up our alley. Yeah, I, I love the grittiness of it. That's another movie that um, I don't, I wouldn't say like, it's got like the best characters to it, but I really like the like kind of winding story and how everything comes together at the end. I think that movie has a lot of rewatchability um, yeah. and like seeing all the past converge. And yeah, again, that's a movie that fits into our, you know, wheelhouse in terms of what we like for, you know, genres and all that stuff. So plus, yeah, it's got a ton of people we like in it. So yeah, the devil all the time is my number five. Very cool. Very cool. 
My number five, yet another Disney Plus movie, but it's more than a Disney mm-hmm. Plus movie. It is uh, the pinnacle of Pixar for this year, I'd say, and probably, probably, honestly, one of my favorite Pixar movies in the, like the last five years, maybe ten years. It it's like a top five ever Pixar movie for me, I'd say. Soul, nice, yeah, yeah. Soul is is really good, <laughs> really, really good. I don't want to take anything away from Soul or anything. I don't think we're doing a review on this movie anymore, so I'm just going to say it. I may have liked Ryan the Last Dragon more than Soul. Wow. Well, that's for next year. Yeah. Like, like I was saying, I, I haven't, I don't think we're doing a review on it, but Soul's great. Like, really, just in general, the last like month or two has been really good for animation. Like, there's been so many good things coming out. But yeah, Soul, I mean, we talked about it. That, that movie, I think that movie pushes the boundaries for like what a kid's movie can be. Yeah, for sure. Very deep, very heady for, for children. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. My number four, I don't know if you watched this one or not, but my number four is The Vast of Night. I have not watched it. Vast of Night, I'm pretty sure you can watch it on Amazon. Uh, one that went streaming. I really love this movie. Like, this is a really cool one. And I think you would also like this. If anyone is a fan of the Twilight Zone, you got to watch it. Hmm. It's it's very Twilight Zone-like. It even starts up with kind of like a like a TV that's basically just like we're going to play like paranormal short type thing. But um, it's got some of my favorite shots and scenes of the year. There's one takes that are like 10 minutes long in this movie. It's got a very low budget, but like does not look at all. Like you really see like if you're a young filmmaker or something like that, it's really cool to watch to see like how you can really spread your budget out. And also just it's a sci-fi movie. Um, It's very War of the Worlds-esque where it's like a radio disc jockey back in the day is like unraveling like there might be aliens landing near, near us tonight type thing. Um, yeah. but it's, it's really cool. It's short. It's cool. And yeah, it's re- technically very impressive for not much money. Nice. I dig that. I'm into that. My number four, and, uh, I'm not going to spend too much time dilly dallying, getting into it because it's your number five, the devil all the time. Mm, nice. Loved that movie. I had a feeling it was like right there. Cause you're like, that's your number five. <laughs> and I was like, yep. You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want to spoil and jump all the way ahead before telling you my number five, tell you what my number four is. But yep, Devil all the time had had a great time. Devil had a great time. Awesome. You had a great time or a good time? Because Robert Pattinson's in both movies. That's true. I'm wearing my good time shirt right now. There you go. <laughs> well, nice. We're we're in the top three. Top three for the year now. My number three. Mm-hmm. Don't need to talk about it much because you talked about it and we also did a review on it recently. But Sound of Metal is my number three. Nice. Yeah, I fucking loved it. It was so good. It is very good. It is a very good movie. What's your number three? My number three is the second to last movie I saw before the shutdown. Because the last movie I saw was The Hunt. And I saw it the day before they shut everything down. Mm -hmm. But just before I saw that, I saw a movie called The Invisible Man. I had a feeling this was going to be in your top ten. I I loved it, man. Yeah, I think all year, like, we've been talking about, like, what movies we really like, and, like, every single time, like, you're like, Invisible Man, <laughs> like, fucking loved it. it Dude, it was, Invisible Man, I, I really wasn't expecting too much out of it, and I was like, fuck, yeah. it's so good, like, the psychological aspect of it, and 
the way that they twisted the horror and Lee Winnell behind the camera, like as the director, like fucking brilliant. Like that, that scene in the hospital. Oh, and like the way the camera moves, like when he's invisible and he's fucking dudes up and he blasts the security guard in his like kneecap with his own gun. Oh my God. So good. It's brutal. That's uh, that's one of my favorite scenes to like go back and rewatch this year. And yeah, the invisible man's not on my list, but it's high on my list. Yeah. So well, it's very high on my list is number three. Yeah. Uh, my number two, this is interesting to me. Judas and the black Messiah is my number two. Oh, all right. Okay. Oh, no, I know where this is going then. Yeah, look at that. Look at you go. Okay. Yeah, my number two is Judas and the Black Messiah. Really liked it. There's almost nothing bad I can say about it, honestly. It's just the movie that's ahead of it. When I saw it, I was just like, I need to rewatch it. Like, I need to fucking study this thing. Like, the the movie ahead of it just had way more rewatchability for me. And I thought about it for weeks. Like, it was like constantly on my mind but Judas and the Black Messiah is I actually think Judas and the Black Messiah is the best movie to come out in 2020 it's just so good the performances are amazing across the board uh, I mean it sheds light on something that's important and again technically there's nothing nothing that isn't phenomenal in it so my number two what do you got I think you already know baby because I didn't just shout it at you yeah my my number two which, I mean, if you listen to the show, the number two and number one for both of us now is just totally spoiled. Yeah. If you've been paying attention, because my number two is Tenet. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, what an orgasmic experience seeing that movie was. And especially it was the first movie I saw coming back, like, from the movie theaters opening. It was before New York or New Jersey opened. Connecticut opened first. I drove over 70 miles to go see it and i saw it in the in like the pre-release thing so i got to see the teaser for the dune trailer and it was fucking incredible and i saw it in imax and i was like hell to the yeah and i saw it i think three (laughs) times in theaters during its release fucking love this movie Mm -hmm. i'm uh while we're on i'm just gonna say my number one for this year is Tenet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, obviously. So, but, uh, while we're talking, yeah, I saw it three times in theaters. Also, um, I went twice during like the pre-release for it. I saw it once like regular once in like RPX. Then I saw it once in Dolby, like just, this was my Joker from, from, you know, Joker. I went and saw, I saw in like a ton of different formats. That's what I did for this movie. And yeah, like I remember we saw the movie when I saw it for the second time, you were seeing it for the first time and yeah. we both got out of the theater at like the same time. And I was like, dude, call me. And our conversation was just like, bro, dude. Oh, yeah. so good. Like we're not even forming full senses. Just like that was fucking crazy. <laughs> it is. It is so crazy. Love it. Yeah. It's um good time. It's, uh, you know, what? I've, Again, like I was talking about characters, it's not a character-driven movie, and that's why, like, I think there's other movies that are better than it. But as far as like an experience, like Christopher Nolan, man, like he he creates something that's like no one else can make it, and uh, I I just loved it, man. It's so good, so fucking hell good. yeah, hell yeah. Well, 
You can probably guess my number one now because I didn't say it yet. And you know how highly I spoke of it because we did it on a recent episode. But my number Mm -hmm. one, the winner of my duty this year is Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm -hmm. It was number two for a minute because I did love Tenet. Obviously, we talked about Tenet a lot. But I think what you said, like kind of hit it on the head for me. I think it is just actually the best movie made this year, like all around. Mm-hmm. Tenet, I fucking love. I think I would watch Tenet way more often because it's just so like up my alley. Like the score is amazing. Like the action's insane. Love Robert Pattinson. John David Washington fucking kills it. But that performance from Daniel Kaluuya is like, like nothing else I've seen this year. And that movie had my heart racing. It has a message. It's very compelling. Like there's a lot of really good things. Like it's just hitting on all cylinders. Like it, it's really, it's just really connecting. And I think it's like the perfect movie to come out in this time. Like it's just, I think it's just a, a, a fucking amazing movie. Like I really can't like flaw it for anything. So yeah, I had to give that one the number one spot this year. It was tough though. It's like one A and one B for me. Honestly, I might change my answer tomorrow, but I feel pretty confident that it's deserving of that number one spot. Yeah. Like I said, I think, I think that is the best movie to come out this year. But for me, like I thought about me personally, like I said, I could not stop thinking about tenant for like two weeks. And that's the only reason why it's ahead of it is I was just like this movie, like fucking, made me think about it for so long and yeah. there's, I just, I just couldn't not have it at number one, but yeah, Judas is so good. It's so, and I, I really hope like there's, there's movies that are nominated for tons of awards. I hope Judas takes home fucking everything that it's nominated for. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Especially Daniel Kaluuya needs the best supporting. He, he deserves it. Yeah. It's the best performance mm-hmm. all year. Yeah, I agree. Well, sir. Nice man. You ready to get into these five bonus awards? Sure. I did want to ask ask you this, though. How, yeah. how many did you watch last year? Ah, great question. So last year, we both watched 214 because we threw down a gauntlet, or I guess I threw down the gauntlet. You were just watching movies being casual, and I was like, fuck you, I'm going to smoke your ass. And then we ended up watching yeah. the exact same amount, and that was 214. Yeah. This year, I kept I kept telling you off the pot. I'm like, you definitely watch more movies than me. Guarantee you watch more movies than me. Mm-hmm. So last year, 214. This year, I saw 58. Oh, nice. Definitely. I was I was getting worried though, because we would talk and there was there was movies that I hadn't seen, but there was also movies that you saw, and I was like, I wonder if this guy's being like a like a coy little bitch. <laughs> and he's and he's playing it down. <laughs> yeah, I've seen like three hundred movies somehow. Yeah. I'm, I'm only watching like off. French films. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but nice. That's actually that's more than I thought. And uh, yeah, like in general, this year we neither of us watched like as many movies as we had. Um, I don't think we're gonna do two hundred fourteen again. Like that was pretty brutal. Like I think actually awful. think this year was a was a good amount of like. I I never lost the desire to want to watch a movie because right. I think we watched the movies we wanted to watch and we didn't destroy ourselves watching crap all year, which right. like 
I think that shows a lot in like when you check out the book and you look at our full rankings, there's not like a lot of movies that I'm like hated. Like after my top 10, a lot of them, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'd probably rewatch that. Like the, uh, yeah. like the SpongeBob movie that like, we didn't really enjoy that much, but there's things that I liked about it. Like that's like number like 13 from the bottom for me. So I don't know. I, I would almost rather do it this way. I saw 86 this year, but Whoa, I would like, 86. Yeah, I watched 86 Damn. this year. Yeah, you really beat me. I knew I knew you were going to have at least like 15 to 20 on top of what I watched, but yeah, you went in. It was it was the Oscar cram cuz I went and watched like basically anything that was nominated. I don't know if you have any like honorable mentions. There was the one movie that like I had I took off that I felt bad taking off other than Butt Boy was One Night in Miami, which didn't mm. get a ton of Oscar love. I think it's really good. Like that people are talking about like oh like uh Trial of Chicago 7 has like the best dialogue of the year. One night in Miami might have better dialogue because the whole the whole movie is just it's like Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali. I'm trying to remember the other two guys, but it's just them in a hotel room, like talking over like what they need to do with their platform for like the civil rights movement and stuff like that. And yeah, the acting is awesome. I was very surprised it didn't get nominated for more. So yeah, I guess that's that and like Butt Boy and like. Yeah, those are my honorable mentions. There's nothing else I want to like really shed light on that we haven't talked about already. Yeah, it's kind of same. Like the father was like number eleven for me. Just missed being on the list. Um, mm-hmm. Minari's another one that was pretty high up there for me, but couldn't make the cut. Same. There's a there's a couple other movies, but nothing really. Um, like there's some movies that actually are ranking a lot higher on my list in comparison to the grades that they received, but not close enough to be like honorable mentions. Yeah. So yeah, I would like to get into some of these, uh, some of these side topics, some of these other categories now that we got the duties out of the way. So nice, for these, nice. yeah. for these sub duties, I guess you would call them, uh, we got some different categories. Now I told you about the, the, other four, four of them that are just kind of basic. You got the dude of the year, dude out of the year, surprise hit and surprise shit. But one that we're keeping in our back pocket, one that was in the book last year, but not on the podcast, but it's a returning category. So if you read the book last year, you would, you might recognize this category. It's called watch that movie one more time. It's Brittany, bitch. My loneliness. It was funny. We were uh, we were trying to decide what awards to do on the pod this year, and I was like, "Let's go back and see what stuff was in the book." And I'm like reading them off, and I'm like, "Watch that movie one more time. It's Britney, bitch." And then we just started losing it. We're like, "We have to do that one on the pod." <laughs> so good. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I got the perfect sound clip for it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So this yeah this category is the movie that. We have gone back and rewatched the most times out of any other movie released in last year or qualifying for mm-hmm. 2020. So, yeah. Colin, it's Britney, bitch. What movie was it for you? <laughs> My most watched movie, and it was the most watched movie both at home and in theaters, it was Tenet. <laughs> yeah, had a feeling it would be. Had a feeling. Mm-hmm. I've watched Tenet probably six times now wow more maybe more than that honestly i watched the three in theaters i watched it again like a couple weeks ago i've shown a few people at home yeah it's uh 
I've watched the shit out of that movie. <laughs> it doesn't get old. Yeah. Well, for me this year, I kind of have a tie. Ooh. Because I saw Tenet I think three I times what... in theaters, and I think I only watched it once at home. Mm-hmm. But there's another movie that watched it the first time, fucking loved it, and it's one that I just had to keep showing people anytime I had an opportunity to show people. So, since you already mentioned Tenet, Mm-hmm. My most watched movie of the year, it's Butt Boy, bitch. Oh, nice, awesome. Yeah, Butt Damn. Boy. I yeah. I just had to. Anytime somebody like scrolled past it on Amazon, if I'm hanging out with like a group of people or whatever, I like Butt Boy. And I'm like, dude, watch the fucking trailer. They're like, this looks good. I'm like, let's put it on. It's only like an hour and a half, and it's fucking awesome. And it's always a good time. I, uh, it, I nobody yeah. was ever like, man, this was fucking weird or this was stupid. Everybody was like, holy shit, that was awesome yeah it's i think i mentioned this on our episode or maybe it was like a few days after we recorded that but like uh one of my friends from my last job big like cinephile like his favorite director is like uh like wes anderson and like loves all his movies and stuff like that and i was talking to him with this text and i was like yeah we got to like talk to like the uh, director and writer and like some of the actors from from this movie and then he was like, what, what is it? And then I was like, it's called butt boy. And I was like, but don't, don't like dismiss it based on the name. I was like, it's actually like, it's funny, but it's like dark. It plays itself really ser- like, just check it out. And then like, maybe like three hours later, he texted me and he was like, whoa, he was like, that was wild in like a good way. And I was like, yeah, yeah. he's like, I really liked it. And I was like, yeah, man, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. I have, there's no one I've showed it to who was disappointed afterwards. Everybody's like, oh shit. Like. Yeah, it's like once you get past the name, just like forget about the name of the movie. Like it's that's part of the joke of it, like how ridiculous it is that it's called Butt Boy. But like, just forget about that. Just watch the movie. It's really good. So yeah, that was like my most watched movie for the year. Hell yeah, nice. I thought I thought it was gonna be Invisible Man. That's what I thought you were gonna say. No, Invisible Man. I only saw. I think I think I only watched it twice. So that, that, I've watched it twice also. I watched it once in theater and one, once at home. Yeah, but there's some I other movies sure I watched just as many times, two times, three times, whatever. But yeah, Tenet mm-hmm. and Butt Boy, I think I b- saw each of those four times. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, nice. Colin, what is your surprise hit for the year? What is the movie that maybe you didn't expect to be so good, but actually impressed you? My surprise hit is Butt Boy. Really? All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Butt Boy. I think Butt Boy is possibly the movie we've talked about the most, like, over everything. It's either Butt Boy or Tenet, because we both had... Yeah, I mean... We'll, we'll see. But, yeah, Butt Boy, like... We saw the trailer, and we were like, this looks fucking ridiculous. Like, what? And I thought, like... I would find it funny, but I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. Like right. in watching it, I think we talked about in that episode. We're like, wow, the craft behind this is like crazy. And then especially after hearing how much it costs and all that, like phenomenal job with the money they had and everything. Like it does not look like, you know, the amount of money that they spent on it. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's very unique and just, it surprised the hell out of me. Yeah. Awesome. My surprise hit of the year I wouldn't say it's necessarily like the best movie, but a movie that I was just like, mm, this could be pretty bad. 
but really enjoyed it. Actually saw it twice in the same weekend just by circumstance, but freaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I was thoroughly surprised with how enjoyable of a time it was. Like it's like a fun movie, you know, playing off a lot of the tropes of like slasher films, which I love. And uh yeah, it was just like a really good time. Like I was like, okay, cool. Like this is fun. Like I'm having fun. Yeah. That's all I could ask. Yeah, we got to see that one together too, which was awesome. Yeah, and then I went back like two days later. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think you gave the person you were going with, you were like, like, what do you want to see? And they chose that. And I think you were hoping for Tenet, but still you were like, you still had a great time. Isn't that what happened? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, good um, times. Well, awesome. Well, well, now you did surprise hit. Tell me about that mm-hmm. surprise shit. Surprise shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta use the fart button. Dude, it's so nice yeah. not having the trailer park stick anymore, and I gotta just have everything right here with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, my surprise shit, and I kind of feel bad saying that this is a piece of shit, but it is definitely a movie that I was hyped to see, and it let me down big time. And I wouldn't say it's like the worst movie or anything like that, but... It just it was a big bummer for me with how bad it was because I was excited for it. And it is Wonder Woman 1984. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now that you said that, that maybe should be my answer. (laughs) 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 Uh, That's a good point. I forgot about that. You know what it is? It's because I didn't rank it as low. So I because I put it pretty middle of the pack for my rankings for the full year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That first trailer got us really hyped on it. And then it so under delivered. I think it delivered yeah. perfectly for the second trailer because the second trailer, when that came out, we were both like, oh, this might not be as good as we first thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Like, I, um, like that movie's okay, but it could be better. <laughs> Pedro Pascal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you did the hand motion too and everything. Yeah. But it could be better. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, man. It's it's not a bad movie at all. Like I think when we reviewed it, we we kind of ripped it up a little bit, but we we gave it like a fair grade, I would say. I think it was like um, somewhere in the C's. C's, yeah, or like B minor, something like that. Like it's it's not like the it's just how hyped you were really let me down because I was excited for it. Mm. Well, my surprise shit. Maybe it shouldn't have been a surprise, but I'm going based off of like kind of expectation early trailers. And this is a movie that got pushed back and then released to streaming and everything. And when it was coming out, I was, I think when we did the first trailer park on it, I was like, this is a movie that like, I love the original. I'm not a big fan of these remakes, but if you're going to remake any movie, I feel like this is one that is such a slam dunk because it's human characters, even though it's animated, it's human characters. There's so much you can do with it. It's, one of my favorite modern Disney classics. And then it came out and I was like, this is trash. You did all of the wrong choices. This movie is dog shit. Mulan. Yep. Yeah. Like Mulan's a good choice. Also take out, take out the magical elements of the original. We're putting in our own magical elements. Makes no fucking sense. Why would you do that? This just, they (laughs) dropped the ball so hard. I'm like, Everything was given to you on a silver platter. You could have just slam dunked, made the same fucking movie, but with humans, and it would have been sick. And you fucked up. 
Yeah, that's that's another good choice. It's not mine strictly just because. Like Mulan, I've never been like huge on it though. I think I said that on that episode, so it's not like a movie that I was like stoked to see or anything like that. But yeah. it's again, it's another reason why I'm like just stop with these live action remakes because I think this could have been really good. Like I think when the trailer came out, they were like people were like, "Oh man, like looks like they're doing something different. It looks like it's like a samurai film type thing." And then it's just like it's just nonsense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real terrible. nonsense. Yeah. Some dumb shit. So fuck all that. But now let's end this. Let's end this on a couple of positive notes. Let's do our due debt of the year. The, uh, the female actor or actress, however you want to say it, who we feel had the best showing. Now I think last year we just agreed on one, but now this year we're each going to give her individual ones because the, there being less movies, we didn't have a situation where like Scarlett Johansson was in three movies that all landed on our top 10 or Adam driver was in like four or five movies last year or uh, Keanu Reeves, people who were blowing up in everything, having just a strong year. We didn't really have any of that for on either side of the spectrum, but you know, we're just doing things a little bit differently this year. It's a different year. So Colin, who's your dude out of the year? My bra. So, um, like exactly what you were saying, I wasn't entirely sure how to do this because, um, you know, the way we did it last year was like people who were in tons of good movies and we had seen so many and last year was such a good year that it was very easy to be like, yeah, Scarlett Johansson. And then for actors, I'm pretty sure we did. Wasn't Adam driver. Was it, or was it? I think it was Adam driver. No, it was, it was yeah, it was either I'm driver or like Keanu. There was a few like really good candidates for that though. Yeah. Um so I stuck with it like that. Like who like was in a lot of really good stuff, who was in stuff that could springboard their career, and who like personally had the best year. But I would not put it past you if you just went like who had the best performances this year. Because I wouldn't necessarily say that mine had the best performances, but I think that they were consistently in the best things and probably Help their career the most this year. So my dudette of the year is Imogen Poots. Nice. Yeah, because she was in Vivarium, which we both really liked. I think that's a little bit more in her wheelhouse, but uh, her being in The Father, even though she isn't in it a ton, I think that, I think she's great in it, and I think that type of movie is really going to help her get more work, and I think she's super talented, so hopefully she gets into more movies, but yeah, I think those are two very strong movies that she's in. And, um, yeah, I like that's why that. I put her there. Love that. And she's great. Like, I think we both really like her work just in general, loved her in like art of self-defense and green room. Like, yeah, I'm glad that mm-hmm. you're shining a light on her. That's a good, good thing. You thought of that. I, I might not have like really realized, uh, to say her name, even though she's so well deserving of that. But I also like that I approach this in a different manner. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't really come up with a name of somebody who I had seen in a few things this year. So Vivarium was so long ago and The Father was so recent that I just didn't connect the two. But mm-hmm. I went by my favorite performance from a female actor this year and a movie that landed in my uh, my top three. Yeah, because I think I put it at number three, but Elizabeth Moss for her, her performance in Invisible Man, like... That that movie is hinged on a strong performance from her because 
you don't see who she's acting against. They're invisible. Mm -hmm. So like that movie is carried solely by her and like, yeah, just she fucking killed it. I mean, she is great in things. She's, she's had a few like missteps in terms of choices that she makes with what movies to do. Like I wasn't a huge fan of uh, the kitchen from last year or from 2019. I mean, Uh, but damn, she is fucking magnetic in invisible man. So I think she was my favorite performance. Um, from a from an actress last year. That's that's a good one. I actually I thought about her for a second. I was like, I really liked Elizabeth Moss, and it's kind of like an under the radar performance a little bit, but um I didn't I didn't end up going with her. She would have been in two movies from this year if things didn't get pushed back. She was also gonna be in the uh the French dispatch. Oh uh, right. Anderson one. Yeah. Oh, I really want to see that. Yeah, very cool. I'm glad we have different answers on these two. Uh dude yeah. of the year. Uh, again, I'm sticking with, you know, who had the best year overall, all that, like not necessarily my favorite performance. If I did that would have been Daniel Kaluuya, but for me, due to the year, he was in two movies that I really liked both of them. Uh, one ended in my top 10 and a trailer just came out for another movie that he's in. That is probably the biggest movie he's ever been in. And I think, I think he's going to. I mean, he's already big, but I think he's going to really start getting a ton more work, and that's Pete Davidson. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, King of Staten Island, stars in it. He's the writer on it. I think that was huge for him. I really liked Big Time Adolescence also, though. I thought that was a very good movie. And, uh, I mean, Suicide Squad trailer just came out. I don't think he's going to be in it a ton, but uh, I think I do think that he's, he's trending, like, way upward. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that we didn't have the same answer for this, but you can probably guess my answer because it's an actor who was in a couple of movies this year, two of which landed in my top five for the entire year. His face is on my shirt twice. Robert Mm -hmm. Pattinson, baby. Yeah. Plus, he had had the Batman trailer (laughs) drop last year, too, and that is like I'm still jerking off to that trailer. Yeah, you know what? Sorry, Pete. Robert Pattinson's the right answer. <laughs> yeah, dude. Tenet, Devil mind. all the time. Yeah. Like, he's just been on a roll. Then even coming off of last year with his performance in The Lighthouse and The King and just all of these things just stacking up for him. And, like, like I said, mm-hmm. the Batman trailer came out this year, and I don't think I've ever been more hyped for a Batman movie. Yeah, that's the right answer. I'm changing mine. It's uh, it's Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. I don't know how that. I don't know how I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's that's just that's just the answer. He's the man. Yeah. Awesome, man. I'm glad we got to do this. Obviously, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we were on the same page with stuff. But I'm glad that there was a good variety. Also, I'm saying that because I'm just like, I'm glad we uh. We had differences, but I'm like, but if Tenet wasn't in like your top three, I would have been fucking pissed. <laughs> I don't can't I can't imagine a, a world where that would have happened. But yeah, yeah, we we got it now. We got it all figured out. The duties are done. We're on to not bigger and better things, but just newer things. We're on to our 2021 official season, even though it's yeah. fucking almost May. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, latest. 2021 is going to be a short year. Yeah, it's uh, I, I actually kind of felt like a little bad that like 
and like a little weird that we're putting this up this late because it's like a lot of people have you know get, put out their rankings in January, but it was such a such a weird year and movies didn't come out for so long. And there was some that like like the fathers in my top ten. If we had done this two weeks ago, I wouldn't have had that there. When like I wouldn't have been able to see it before then. Right, so, but it would have been for 2020. Uh, like, it would have been for the Oscar contention for this year, so it would have been weird to talk about it next year's duties, even though it was up for Oscars the year before. So, like, yeah, we kind of lined up the duties with the Oscar contention. So it, it definitely threw off our yeah. schedule. The duties usually come out in February, like first or second week of February. So maybe we'll be back on that mm-hmm. schedule if the Oscars are normal for next year, like if they just do it as a short year. But it also depends on, like, what movie studios are doing about releasing their films. I haven't heard anything about Marvel. Are they still on track to release Black Widow in May? Um, Yeah, Black Widow, I think... I'm trying to remember if it's still May or if it's June now. It got pushed back recently, but they said it's the last time because it's going to theater and Disney+. Plus. Got you. So, I, th- I don't think anything is going to get pushed back anymore. Um just because it's June 9th now and that's that's they said that's the final release date for it. Yeah, that one I have to see in theaters. No, you have to. Opening there's, night. Mhm. Yeah, no, there's some movies that you just got to you got to you got to go out. Hopefully things are going back to normal like normal-ish soonish where I mean, I know my theater over here is reopening, your theater over there has, has reopened, so I'm hoping that they stay open, that movies get released in theaters and we have access to them way more easier than we did this year. Um, because there was how many times did we like change our schedule for the whole year this year? We'd like oh write God. it out. And then like the next day, everything would get pushed back. Yeah. It made it a nightmare to try and schedule, try to get episodes out on time, try to like get to see these movies, find access to them. It's been, it's been tough and hopefully it's getting easier. It's seemingly getting a little bit easier. So that's a good thing. So, yeah, I mean, the best thing you guys can do is just follow us on social media at Two Dudes Movie Reviews on Instagram. You can follow me at Sky Two Dudes. And you can follow me at Colin Two Dudes. Yeah, and that, that way you can keep in touch with us, kind of know what's going on. Uh, subscribing to the show, that's like the best way to make sure you get the episodes as they come out. And, uh, yeah, we're, I mean, after this, we're, we're coming at you with some new reviews. Should we tell them what's, cause it's anticipated. I think people really want to know our opinion on this next one. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just tell them, psych them up for the next one. Well, you guys are, uh, you guys are in for a treat cause you're going to get the Skyder cut on the Snyder cut. <laughs> the Skyder cut. <laughs> yeah we're talking we're talking Zack Snyder's Justice League yeah it's gonna be a DC packed episode too because we're doing the Suicide Squad for the trailer park too yeah so you definitely want to hang in there listen to that that's gonna be coming at you next week so stay tuned and until then suck it swampies <laughs>